y'all. It's Carmen. Thank you for joining me for the Let's Be Real podcast. It is summer. Woohoo! Summer is a great season. School is out, life seems to slow down, and family time is in abundance. I love it. In the last couple of episodes, I have been highlighting women in my life who are of vital importance to me. My daughter and my mom are two of the most important women in my life. Today, I want to tell you about two more special women. I do wish they were alive today and we could sit down over a glass of sweet tea and chat. If I have seen further, it is by standing on the shoulders of giants. Sir Isaac Newton. Every one of us, no doubt, has a woman or women in their lives who have or had shaped them into the person that you are today. These are women who, even though small, knew their shaping of you could have a bigger and better impact than they could have on their own. I want to tell you about two such women who have been that for me. Two giants, you might say, that I am now standing on their shoulders. Two women who are impacting your life as you listen to Let's Be Real today. Whatever brought you here to listen to me, you are a part of their legacy. Women who had a lasting impact on my life and a permanent place in my heart. Women who left legacies which are outliving them. These two women I speak of are my two grandmothers. They are so special. Mine and no doubt yours are some of the best people you know. People who love you unconditionally and will move heaven and earth for you. A quote I found from an unknown author says, quote, Grandmothers are just moms with lots of frosting. Frosting is sweet and lovely, just like my grandmother's. My maternal grandmother, we affectionately called Mama. Not Mama, Mama. She was wife and mother and a wonderful grandmother to 20 grandchildren, to which I was the youngest. My paternal grandmother, we affectionately called Grandmommy. She was a wife, mother, and grandmother to six grandchildren, to which I was the youngest. One bore eight children, the other bore two. One was our, quote, in-town grandmother. The other was our, quote, country grandmother. Both married, lived with, and loved the same men, my grandfathers, for over 50 years. Mama worked in the textile industry. Grandmommy was a school teacher. One was tall and built for work, despite being born premature in 1912 and said to have been carried around on a pillow as an infant. The other was petite and meek. Both were a part of the generation referred to as the greatest generation, having lived through and survived the Great Depression and World War II. Grandmommy went home to heaven when I was 15. Mama passed when I was 20. Both of them spent their latter years in nursing homes, receiving around-the-clock care. We, my sisters and I, had the amazing blessing of living across the road from one and five miles down the road from the other. We got on the school bus each morning at one's house and got off the school bus in the afternoons at the other. We saw them every day. We spent summers with them as well. 
In those daily interactions, these two godly, strong, and resilient women made positive impression on top of positive impression on my little impressionable heart and mind. In their presence, I always felt special. They gave me their time and attention. They allowed us to play with pretty much anything we could get our hands on, which communicated to us that we were more important to them than their things. And in the midst of shelling peas or shucking corn or watching prices right or helping cook some delicious meal, life lessons were being imparted and absorbed. Life lessons which now make up parts of who I am. Can I tell you about a few? Mama taught me the value of doing a task correctly and with excellence through her meticulous cooking techniques. She cooked a mean buttermilk biscuit and could do it with her eyes closed. Grandmommy taught me that patience goes a long way through observing her tending to her garden, her orchard, and strawberry patches. Mama showed me the importance of standing up for what is right. She was never afraid to speak her mind especially when she saw some type of injustice or mistreatment. Grandmommy was my example in holding my tongue, and that sometimes saying nothing at all is the best thing. She did this through the continuous smile and gentle manner in which she interacted with all she came in contact with. Mama instilled in me a sense of pride in accomplishing something. She kept scrapbooks of all the accomplishments of her children and grandchildren. She was always celebrating the successes of those she loved the most. Grandmommy taught me a love for God's creation and a love for his creatures through her care of the farm animals on her and granddaddy's farm. Mama encouraged me to be creative and not to hold back ideas no matter how, quote, outside the box they were. She would always have her tape recorder out and a blank cassette tape ready to record us telling all kinds of silly stories. Grandmommy taught me that there is beauty in taking care of those in need. She did this through being the primary caregiver of her brother who was deaf. He lived with her and my granddaddy the last few years of his life. Side note, it was pretty fun to watch them fuss at each other in sign language. These few lessons gleaned from their lives are just a drop in the bucket to the others that are tucked away in my heart and that flesh themselves out in my everyday life. After telling you all of this, it is not hard at all to open scripture and find passages or verses I can share with you about the lives of my grandmothers. Like Ruth in Ruth chapter 3, they were women of noble character. Like the women of the early church, they helped and took care of those in need. Like the woman described in Titus 2, they were reverent and taught the younger women around them what godly living was all about. Like the women Peter spoke of in 1 Peter 3, their beauty came from the inside, from their gentle and quiet spirits, and not outward adornment. Like the women described throughout the book of Proverbs, they were kind-hearted and wise, not prone to nag, and not prone to gossip. For me... They were the epitome of the Proverbs 31 woman. Let's read that passage now, beginning in verse 10. A wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. 
She selects wool and flax and works eager with her hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still dark. She provides food for her family and portions for her servant girls. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable, and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them, and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the reward she has earned and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. This woman was my mama. This woman was my grandmommy. Let me speak to the women specifically right now who are listening. Women, listen to me. You and I can be this woman. It is not out of our grasps. I guarantee you my grandmothers did not become this type of godly woman overnight. And I am 100% sure they both struggled, made mistakes, and sinned every day. But somewhere along the way, they began making choice after choice toward righteousness and godliness. And by the time I came along, they had established a pattern of those two things, righteousness and godliness. This pattern impacted my life for the better, and not just me, all of their children, grandchildren, their great-grandchildren, and now even great-great-grandchildren. Not only family, but everyone they came in contact with. This pattern can be the pattern of our lives. We can start today to make righteousness and godliness our daily choice. I hope that I have provided you enough evidence from the lives of my grandmothers that this type of life is worth living. Let's be real. There are people coming up behind us, and they are looking to us to guide them, teach them, and impress upon them the principles and statutes of godly living. Will you choose righteousness and godliness today? Will you begin through those choices to build a legacy that will outlive you for many, many years? Let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to spend with my friends. God, I thank you especially for my grandmothers, for the lives that they lived and the impact that they had on my life, my sister's lives, my parents' lives, all those that they came in contact with. God, may I be that kind of woman. May my friend who is listening be that kind of woman. 
God, may we choose righteousness and godliness today, tomorrow, and every day after so that our lives will impact our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and all the generations to come. God, may we be people who someone else can stand on our shoulders and they can look further than we ever could. Thank you for this time together. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he died, he lived and died and rose again for our sins. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for allowing me to share some very precious memories of these two special ladies with you. Thank you also to my sisters for contributing some of the details of our time with them. I want to encourage you, if you still have the opportunity to love on your grandmother or grandmothers, do it and do it today. Don't hesitate. Your time with them is precious. If you cannot sit down with your grandmothers, storm the throne of God and praise Him for the time you did have with them. Perhaps even do as I have done and jot down a few memories you have of her and how she impacted your life. And by all means, choose to live a life of righteousness, godliness, and build the legacy that will outlast you. I sure hope that you will, and you will be blessed in the process. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I sure hope you have been encouraged by our talk. Join me next week for another new episode. Meet me right back here then. If you have been blessed by this podcast, please rate us, subscribe, and share with a friend. I would also love to hear from you. You can email me at berealcarmen at gmail.com. Let me know where you are listening from and how I can be praying for you. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.